And we're back with another episode of Scratch the Scripture. I'm your host, Caden Tart. And if you guys are new to the Scratch the Scripture podcast, you can send us a question via our email, which I'll leave a link to in the description below. You send us these questions and we'll answer them in these formatted, action-packed, 10-minute episodes. And if you want to continually ask us questions and you want to get more involved with us, I'll also leave the description below for our Discord server which we have a few members of already and we play games and fool around and talk about Christianity all the time. Now, with that taken care of, this week's question is, does going to church matter? If you want to know the answer to this question, stick around. And so I want you to ask yourselves, does going to church matter? If I attend church, will I get into heaven and If I don't go to church, will I perish forever? All these questions are thrown in the same barrel, which talks about the significance and importance of going to church. So let me make it clear that your place in heaven will not be determined by your church attendance. And if you miss church one Sunday morning, that does not mean that you have lost your salvation. But I want to also make it clear that attending church is very crucial when it comes to our um, walks in Christianity. Because the church is a place for Christians to share fellowship with one another. And fun fact, on top of that, we all uh, possess special gifts of the Holy Spirit, which is outlined in the first half of chapter 12 in 1 Corinthians. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 through 6, Paul says, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. So these gifts are explained on directly after this passage, and they include the gift of wisdom, the gift of great faith, the ability to perform miracles, the ability to speak in tongues, and many more. So in essence, the church is like a more realistic version of the X-Men, and all of these powers, so to speak, are given to us by the Holy Spirit as he decides. So I realize that I just went on a tangent about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but I swear that there is a perfectly good reason why. And the reason is because we have these gifts in order to edify and support the church. We are to perform these gifts for the glory of Christ, and we are to also support the rest of the church body, right? And in in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the function of the church that God envisioned for us um, is explained beautifully. So uh, get yourselves prepared because this next passage is an earful. Uh, In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 14 through 20, it says, For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose. If all were a single member, 
where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. So we can see there that there, there's an analogy between the church and a physical body. We all have our uh, sort of special roles that we play, but we all help the body, right? The, the importance of going to church is highlighted right here. It is a, a place and a time for us to share these gifts with one another and build each other up. And most importantly, we are to commemorate the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. So to touch more on that last bit that I said there, when we commemorate Jesus Christ, his life, death, and resurrection, we're doing it as Christians, followers of Christ. And when we become a Christian, the Bible describes us as a new creation, a new being entirely. We turn away from our old fleshly and dangerous urges and instead focus on different desires for our lives. So as new creations in Christ, we wish to seek him and not the world. We seek to be taught the ways of scripture. We seek to be holy. We seek to worship and to be a perfect servant for God. And so going to church is crucial for our spiritual growth, and it deters us from admiring the sins of the world. And yet, I understand where many of you come from. I do. I seriously do. I understand where many of you stand and come from because the person that sent in this question is most likely curious about the answer because they have probably had a bad experience with a church or two. And there are many fantastic churches in the world, but you must be aware of the doctrines that many churches today embrace. Today, many churches have fallen by the wayside. They are corrupt and they will drain you of your time, your money, and ultimately your salvation, really, for their own benefit. I have been in and out of many false churches in my life, and I have had friends and family that have gone through the same thing. So you're really not alone there. But in many communities around the world, there are groups of Christians that believe in scripture-based doctrine, and this is known as the universal church. We are all united globally. And um, to wrap things up, I found a quote by Martin Luther, one of the great leaders of the Protestant Reformation in the 16th century. And this quote sums up the nature of church entirely. I, I could have honestly skipped a whole uh, eight-minute podcast and just said this quote, and it would have summed up the importance of church. He says this, he says, God does not need your good works, but your neighbor does. There, you know, drop the mic. That's the importance of going to church. If you enjoyed what you've heard today, then go to anchor.fm slash scratch the scripture for more episodes. And feel free to shoot us a question at scratch the scripture at gmail.com for this series. Tune in next Sunday as we answer the question. Why would a loving God choose to send someone to hell? And remember, we're only just beginning to scratch the scripture.